How's it going, Nate? I'm sure other people's going to chime in, so we'll give them a second. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, I'm hoping we don't have five, six, seven people on. It gets real confusing to that. Yeah, it does. I mean, if we'll just have to start. Uh, I think um, I think I'm just going to start it off. Um, this is Nathan Schultz. Um, this is the Six One Four Fantasy League podcast. I'm with Casey Hood, and I'm with Dan, whatever the hell his last name is. <laughs> Livesey. Uh, uh, yeah, Lucy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let's just jump right into it, fellas. Um, is Odell Beckham Jr. overrated? Dan, go ahead. I believe not. I don't think he's overrated. I had him in the in my 2015 year, and I actually won the whole league with him. Um, if you look at the current situation in New York right now, they really don't have anyone else other than um, their tight end right now. I can't think of his name on top of the head. Evan Ingram. Yes, Evan Ingram. Uh, Sterling, he's he's decent, but he does he's. I don't see him cutting into Odell Beckham Jr.'s um, load right now. And then you have uh, Saquon Barkley, which I think is going to have a really good year. I think he is going to step in and contribute really well off the bat. But I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. is overrated at all. Uh, I, I'm going to chime in on this. First of all, I'd like to welcome Thomas Hahn to the broadcast. Um, I want to say – I don't believe Odell Beckham is overrated. I think that's a little far-fetched. I do believe that he's not a top three or four fantasy receiver this year due to the bulk of sharing he'll have to do. As uh, Dan previously mentioned, you got Saquon Barkley they're going to try to feed the ball to. I believe Evan Ingram is definitely a stud tight end number one. Uh, Shepard, he was hurt last year. When he came back, though, I believe there was one game he had 13 catches, 144 yards or so. Uh, the numbers might be off. But uh, to answer the question, I, I wouldn't say he's overrated. I just think he will have to share a lot of the workload with other players. And I don't believe he'll have the season prior to the injury this year. But I do believe he's a stud. Um, uh, my, my point of view on this is, Correct me if I'm mistaken, but didn't Odell come out last year and said that he basically expects to be the highest paid NFL player? Uh, yeah, he, he said that. I mean, how do you feel about that? With the with everything that comes with Odell, with the the baggage and the off the field and the possible drug usage. I believe that that would be a mistake to invest that type of money in someone like Odell Beckham. Is he overrated, though, is the question. Yeah, he is. He's a great player. But like I, I said earlier, one, I would take three other wide receivers hands down over him, and they don't make – half the money that this man is demanding. Okay, now, when we say overrated, what are we talking about? That he's not a top 10 wide receiver? Like, well, what are what are we saying here? Um, that, that's I, absurd. I honestly believe that he is not overrated. I believe he is top five in the game. 
And that he's, he's like four or five. Yes. Now is does is that overrated then? That to me that's not overrated. A few guys I would take over him. It, see, I think from a fantasy football point of view, so guys I the draft would be Antonio Brown, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins. I take Keenan Allen over him because wow. Keenan Allen he catches more balls. The touchdowns are right around. I think Keenan Allen or Henry out this year, he can get more yards. I, I totally agree with you on that, man. Those are the exact players that I would pick over him today if I did a fantasy draft. And you might be able to say Michael Thomas, yes. but that's borderline. Oh yeah. But I will not I will not say he's overrated. I mean, I understand what Han is talking about with all the off the field issues. Uh, but I, I can't say overrated and I kind of with Dan and I want I would like to hear Dan explain more of what he thinks. Does he think do you think Sterling Shepard will take away from Odell Beckham and Evan Ingram, or do you think he's still gonna get his ninety five to hundred catches? 10 touchdowns. So I, I believe that uh, something Shepard is going to play out in the um, slot this year. Um, who I'm really more focused and worried about is Saquon Barkley. Um, because you, cause you know, you know, when, you know, when it comes to, to the running, running game, keep on pounding the ball, keep on pounding the ball. That's going to open up, you know, play action fakes and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think he is overrated. I definitely would take him over Keenan Allen. Um, <laughs> I would even. I disagree, man. I disagree. I don't know. I just. I'm I, cool I, I think that. he's just his speed. How he's able to. I think he's faster than Keenan Allen. He's. I think. I, honestly, I think he has better hands than Keenan Allen. Honestly. <laughs> Ooh, and DeAndre whoa. Hopkins as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> as in catching wise, no, the Allen. Time DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a falling backwards catch on prime Sunday night foot uh, on game like he has. No. What? But he doesn't... What? What? But what's different from DeAndre Hopkins than anyone else is. Quarterback situation. I, I, I personally want Nate to explain Keenan Allen a little more. I don't know if you heard Nate's assumption or not assumptions, facts on Keenan Allen. And, and, and I, Nate, elaborate a little more on Keenan Allen because I, I think I think he just said that he has better hands than Keenan Allen, and I don't know about that. Um, Keenan Keenan Allen. Uh, first off. Keenan Allen consistently gets over a hundred targets. Um, he played in eight games and two had eighty nine targets in those eight games. Last year, hundred and fifty nine targets. Um, he caught wow. hundred and two of those for a catch rate of sixty four percent. That's awesome, considering one hundred and fifty nine targets. People look at 64% and say, oh, that's like a D. So 64% on 159 targets is excellent. Yeah. No, that's. Well, let's compare that to um, Odell Beckham, say, 
Yeah, but, but you got to think, though, man. Odell, um, played, Odell played 16 games in 2016, hit a catch rate of 59%. Make the great with the facts, man. Make the great always has the facts. The only thing I can say with Odell in the years past is he commanded a lot of targets, a lot of targets um, from his rookie year, 130, 158 and 15, 169 in 2016. Um, the problem is I do see Sterling Shepard being a big problem there. Um, in 2016, Sterling Shepard had 105 targets. Um, last year, I know Odell wasn't there last year, but he had 84 targets in only 11 games last year. And you add Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley to the mix, and I see Odell's targets going down. So, hold on, let me chime in a little bit. Um, so, Nate, you think that Odell is overrated, or do you think he's I, – I do not think Odell is overrated. I think that's probably the fourth wide receiver in the league. Um, to me, he is not overrated. Well, give me your top – I mean, your um, your first – Yeah, three. we might as well transition into that the, these top tens because it's, it's almost at a deadbeat situation at this point with – whether or not Odell is well, overrated. I, I really, Tommy, real quick, I really wanted to get, because I just really, you know, came in. I really wanted to just say my little part about the Odell. I, I think he's hyped up about the whole catch thing on primetime TV, like you said. Um, the stats do not lie about this dude. Um, I just feel like, you know, maybe, I think it's more or less, it's the antics to me. Like him crying on the field and saying he doesn't like football anymore is where I think a lot of people think he's overrated. You understand what I'm saying? Wide receivers are divas, man. Antonio Brown threw the cooler on the side of the bench because he didn't get the ball when he's wide open. So that's kind of expected. I mean, to pick up on what Nate said, uh, Nate said he would take Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Keenan Allen over. Odell Beckham and I totally agree. I mean that that to me that that those are the top five receivers and I'm I'm borderline Mike Thomas over Odell Beckham just because New Orleans. I agree. That's that. the receiver there, and, and they're going to force feed him the ball. So I I think between them is the battle for the five spot. And, and like Han said, if we want to get into the top tens, I'll let Nate uh, lead that of course uh, because Nate Nate's running the show and he does a great job with this, but. I, I just don't see – I'm not going to say he's overrated, but Keenan Allen is more effective in a PPR league than Odell Beckham. I think Odell is right behind that group we mentioned, but he is right above the group of A.J. Green, uh, Mike Evans, Doug Baldwin, and T.Y. Hilton. Agreed. Agreed. Let me ask you this, Nate. How do you feel about – Doug Baldwin. I feel like he's always the one left out, and he's never talked about. How do you feel about Doug Baldwin and his role in Seattle? I know they didn't have a run game last year, but but I want I want Tom I want Han and uh, Nate to chime in on this because Doug Baldwin always gets sleeped on, but he always has a twelve catch, one hundred eighty yard game, two touchdowns, like two or three times a year. And that's that's where I think his stats can be misconstrued. Whatever the word is, <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, last year he had 991 yards, and he played all 16 games uh, for a second round pick. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I mean, he had eight touchdowns, but 
like you said, he has those games where it's like two touchdowns apiece, and then that's where all his touchdowns are coming from. I that I'm not spending a second round pick on Doug Baldwin if he cannot produce a thousand yards for me. I mean, AJ Green last year had ten seventy eight. You're a homer. Yeah, yeah I, I will be a homer. Um, but <laughs> I would take AJ Green over Doug. I will take Mike Evans over Doug Baldwin. Um, I will take T.Y. Hilton over Doug Baldwin. I think Doug Baldwin is boom or bust. Is T.Y. still in the Colts? Yes. With a healthy Andrew Luck. Tommy, I want you to go off of what Nate said about the receiver rankings because Evans fell completely off the face of the earth. I'll let Tommy and Dan talk more about that. Um, but I, I just – I can't say – I can't put everyone just above Doug Baldwin like that. I, I don't know. I, yeah, you, I hear yeah other you, you, you're right, Casey. You kind of – he's kind of disrespecting him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I really don't think he is. I really don't think he is. <laughs> what? How do you feel about him? I mean, let's just let's just go over my ten, man. While we're at it, because I got okay, you, you. Give your ten, and let's hear Dan's ten, and then we'll go to Bogues, back to Nate, or back to me, and let Nate finish it off and and go on to the next topic. Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham. I want to put AJ Green there at five, but man, this dude hasn't had a fully healthy season in like two years. Yeah, but that dude's good, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Keenan Allen at five, AJ Green at six, Michael Thomas at seven, T.Y. Hilton at eight, and I probably would go. No Mike Evans? Yeah, I was going to say Mike Evans at nine. And ten, man. I don't know, man. I can't – I literally cannot put Doug Baldwin in my top ten because, truthfully, this year, I personally believe fantasy point-wise, Tyler Lockett is possibly going to outperform Doug Baldwin. Whoa. Bold prediction. Uh, but like to round out my top ten, I might go something like I don't know, man. Demarius Thomas, possibly. What the hell? What? You're missing out on a key player down in Green Bay. Go, go ahead, Dan. So, so we're talking about top ten fantasy for fantasy football this year for wide receivers. Correct. Number one, I have A.B. Number two, I have Julio Jones. Okay, okay. Let me let, let me cut in um, real quick. So everybody agrees, though, A.B. is at the top of the list. Yes, 110%. Okay. Facts. Facts, B. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> so number three, I have uh... – man. Honestly, if I – not that I'm really thinking about it. I would say Michael Thomas, number three. I think Whoa. you guys are sleeping on him a lot. Because if you look at New Orleans, I, I listen, I do not like the Saints. I really don't. You, Who else is our wide receiver 
So you have Candor, uh, Candron, Candron Meredith. Candron Meredith. His name. Coming off of what an, AC, an ACL tear, and then you have who else? Who else is in there? Ted Ginn. Is he? Is he still there or is he gone? He's still there. He's still there. I mean, well, let's ride through the top ten. Just give okay. me the top ten. Okay. So A B Julio, I say DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, number four, uh, number five Odom Beckham, number six Keenan Allen, uh, number seven uh, Devontae Adams, number eight AJ Green, number nine. Mike Evans, and number 10. I have to put the, uh, Doug Baldwin in there. So you don't even have T.Y. Hilton in there. You literally would put Doug Baldwin over T.Y. Hilton. Yes, because name me another receiver in, um, in Seattle. <laughs> Tyler Lockett. <laughs> okay, tight end now. Now, now, now name me their tight end. Who's their running back, by the way? There's nobody Chris else Carson. I see Chris in there Carson. other than – then lock it. Who's gonna Who's gonna have any any, any say so in, in 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 fantasy with for for Seattle? I mean, he has a good point. I'm not gonna say he's top ten. I, I know I I came off as a Baldwin fan. He's not top ten, but I, I felt like he was slept on. But he has a very good point with Seattle's offense. Uh, I, I'm interested to hear what what Stefan has in mind for top ten. <laughs> uh, mine is more closer to Tommy's, man. To be honest with you. Um... You got top ten. I think you have, um, like you said, A B. You know, you got. Um, I'm not gonna put them in no particular order, but 